Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. The marvelous galaxy. The uh, Disney, yeah. Welcome to this week's Marvelous Galaxy of Disney. My name is Sean. This is Alan. I was more exciting, huh? Alan is my name. Okay, that works. <laughs> we just saw the Suicide Squad, but I'm not allowed to talk about that. Nope, nope, nope. Hi, how is everybody this week? We're good. Oh, you sound sick. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and dive into our news today. So to start on a happy note, 25,000 Disneyland employees <laughs> are suing Disneyland. What? What? So this has been a thing for a little while. It started in 2019, and just recently in July, the Orange County court system moved it to a class action lawsuit. Oh, why? They just don't pay their employees enough? Okay, Disneyland, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> but you need to be better to your employees. Yeah. When uh, Vicky was working for the mouse, uh, she wasn't even working in the park, and they were giving her minimum wage, and they gave her, I think, around 36 to 38 hours a week. She worked in a call center down the street from the park, but it was still Disney. But they would force her to do overtime. So she was working like 60 to 80 hours a week, not getting benefits and getting paid minimum wage. I mean, benefits include free tickets to Disney, right? Did she have free tickets? <laughs> I think she might have. Oh. I don't know. But the thing that we loved is now it's been moved, but we would go to the Company D store like it was yeah. no one's business. Lucky. They had the best turkey and cheese for like $3. I get that all the time. They have food in there? I thought it was just merch. Yeah, food. Not a whole lot of food. It's mostly merch. But okay. yeah, if you ever know anybody who works for Disney, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to go to the new Company D store. Yeah. I mean, of course, we'll be your friend too first. I'll give you a button. Yeah. I just made Marvelous Galaxy of Disney buttons. Oh, yeah. I have one in front of me right now and they look... Groovy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I mean, what uh, workers are mad with Disney about too is that I guess, I guess Disney is receiving tax breaks from Anaheim. Yeah, and they're not. I mean, under the city ordinance requiring businesses to receive like subsidies, um, basically, like they're getting this tax cut. Because Anaheim is saying, we'll do this for you so that you can give your employees a living wage, which they aren't doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And I've even heard different accounts of, like, certain employees being homeless because Jeez. they don't get paid enough for even renting anywhere. Yeah. So I've heard of employees living out of their car, like, in and around Anaheim. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Anaheim or it's not the cheapest place to live in. No, especially since Disney came in and gentrified it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So are we on board with this? Do we want more monies for our workers? Yeah, because my goal is when I retire, I want to work at like the <laughs> Disney candy, candy store or bakery as an old man just making sweets for people. So hopefully okay. by then I'll have some sort of representation of a living wage. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that really sucks for the employees, especially throughout 
Covadina is they have to park pretty far from the park and yeah. walk in. And so that's not counted as part of your on the clock time. Yeah. So if you start at, say, 8 a.m., you have to at least get there probably by at bare minimum like yeah. 7.30 yeah. just to walk from the car to where you clock in for your shift. But with COVID, they get tested now before they go in the park. So now they're not getting paid for, you know, one to two hours of getting to the park early. Yeah. I don't know if they still, because it's Orange County, so I don't know if they still oh, are yeah. that strict in terms of, like, testing. But, yeah, when we were in, like, the heat of COVID, that was another, like, because there's a lot of people that need to get tested. and it doesn't happen right away. So it's, yeah, it's, like, additional hours that you could have done to like i don't know sleep in or whatever yeah expecting these workers to go through all of that and on top of that also put on a happy face and you know interact with people throughout the day like they definitely earn their small wage and they deserve more yeah it sucks though because like you know when you go to the parks everyone's just so happy Mm -hmm. so it it just kind of kills the magic once you kind of uncover these things so then let's talk about something else. Okay. There's a new trailer out. Oh, what trailer is this? Thanks for asking. It's <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Mm, Venom. This is the second trailer that's dropped. We just literally watched it. Mm-hmm. Well, one of us watched it when it actually came out. But wow. what did you think of it? It looks really cool. I think it's, it's nice that they kind of gave more details or sneak peek of, I guess, the big villain in this movie, um, Carnage. Um, he looks pretty cool, pretty scary. <laughs> um, and they also released or kind of showed footage of another uh, villain in the movie too, right? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> when I was first watching this, I watched it with Chris, my roommate, and I was like, I think they showed Shriek. And he was like, what? They did? And we watched it again. And he's like, oh, I think that's Shriek. <laughs> so for those of you who are comic lovers, you probably already know Shriek is the lover of Cletus Cassidy, but she is a mutant with the power to, you got it, Shriek. <laughs> oh, I was wondering why there wasn't a oh, green ogre that showed up no. in the trailer. A what? A green ogre that showed up in the trailer. That's so uh shriek actually came out in um spider-man unlimited number one in may of 1993 created by tom defalco and ron Lim. and the only place i know her from really and the only (laughs) the place that she began was in maximum carnage oh yeah so in maximum carnage um she teams up with carry on carnage demo goblin and doppelganger and they wreak maximum carnage. Uh, I was going to say wreak havoc, but that makes no, that's sense magic too. havoc. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug. <laughs> so I'm excited to see her. Um, she's a cool villain. If you are not familiar with her, look up a picture. Um, I think we're seeing much like we did with Domino. Mm-hmm. Is in the comics, Shriek has very white, like unnaturally white skin, like Domino, but she's played by a black actress, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So look for her. You'll see her in a car yelling <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and shrieking the hell, the heck. Mm-hmm. I said heck. Heck. If Maleficent can say to hell, I can say hell. Um, the hell out of the <laughs> car window. And you also see her even earlier in like an insane asylum, it looks like screaming. Yeah. 
I'm excited for this movie. I still have to see the first one. Oh, geez. But I'm excited to see this after I see the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is fun. Um, it, the way that they show Carnage in his red Carnage form, he looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I am so excited to see him in action. And I like the way that we see Eddie barely being able to control the Venom suit. It just wants to eat people. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I haven't seen the first one, but it seems Jeez. like this one's a lot more light in terms of, like, Venom. Like, it's not as dark as the first one, right? Yeah, it seems like they're going a little more with the comedy in this one. Yeah, so which I like. You don't. You haven't seen the first <laughs> one? <laughs> yeah. What other updates are there, Alan? So, speak, speaking of being spooky and dark... Oh, my gosh. Um... There just been, uh, I guess, uh, promotions of Lego Star Wars. Um, they're releasing a special Halloween, uh, I guess, a bunch of tales, like a, ser- a limited series called Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Um, and it's going to sh- premiere on Disney Plus on October 1st. But really excited for this because I'm just curious to see what this is going to be all about. I mean... Like, with it, with Star Wars obviously being in space, like, are they going to do, like, space ghosts or something? Coast to coast. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, the the um, the promotional poster that they did show, it's basically, like, someone's hand holding a um, lightsaber coming through, like, the ground at a graveyard. Hmm. So it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm just really curious to see what they're gonna do with this you know what i would love to see more than anything what there is a book called the courtship of princess leia mm-hmm. where they go to this planet called dathomir and there's witches on dathomir oh. that are connected to the force but not really like jedi they just feed on the force in other ways mm-hmm. and they ride um rancors oh. which is the monster that luke fights in return of the jedi in Jabba's mm-hmm. palace I would love to see them brought to life. <laughs> They're so cool. I mean, that totally makes sense if they, hopefully they do that. Yeah, they've actually made like Dathomir canon and they've, mm-hmm. um, I think they mentioned the witch. Oh, yeah, the witches were in, uh, I believe, the Clone Wars cartoon. Sometimes I get mixed up on if it was in Clone Wars or Rebels, <laughs> <laughs> but it was in one of the cartoons. So the witches are canon. They just didn't really show them riding the ring course. Did you ever mention them in your uh, Charmed podcast? Another plug, I see. <laughs> I think I did. I'll have to go back and check. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I have been doing like six plus seasons of witches <laughs> on that show. <laughs> Lots of witches. You know what else can be scary, Alan? What? Hotels. You know what's scarier? What? Really expensive hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Disney just released uh, more details into the Star Wars, um, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser at Walt Disney World, and um, yeah, the big thing that's really buzzing around everyone is the cost to basically attend or be a guest at this uh, on the Star Cruiser. Is it like five hundred dollars? Oh no 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 no! Is it like four hundred dollars? Oh no 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 no! Is it like six thousand dollars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, for, for only two days. Yeah, for a family of four for two days, it is six thousand dollars. That is crazy. 
Yeah, and I saw one article where it says Star Wars LARP for $6,000. (laughs) For those not in the know, LARP is live-action role-playing. I learned that from um, Grown Ups. The movie Grown Ups. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. It's not Disney, but I love that movie. I once um, uh, met this girl. She was so funny. She was telling me, this is totally not Disney, but I'm still going to tell the story. (laughs) She was telling me she lived with a roommate who was a LARPer, and she said it was the weirdest and funniest thing. She said she would just sit with a friend and drink wine as people would walk around (laughs) as, like, fairy tale people, like elves and witches, and they would just say, like, really weird things. Like, I guess one of them walked up to another and said, like, I want you so bad right now. And they just said it's so deadpan, and then they both just walked the other way, and she said, what? So, I mean, if you're into that, that's fine. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, but... I would love to sit there, too, with a glass of wine and just watch the whole thing. Yeah, I get so fascinated by everything. Yeah. I would love to meet a LARPer and pick their brain. I would even join in. I would try it. And I would watch. Yeah, you probably would, and you'd laugh at me, and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so $6,000. So um, they compared it to LARP because it's very immersive mm-hmm. with the characters walk. It's kind of like what I want uh, Oga's Cantina to be Yeah, <laughs> to a much greater scale. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if you were to place LARP on a cruise ship, Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the idea is that you are on in this, like, hotel that's in space, so obviously you can't really, like, walk out as you, you know, as you want, because if you do, technically you'll be walking in space. <laughs> so, yeah, you're kind of, like, stuck in this building. Um, but, you know, everything is, looks to be all-inclusive, like the food, um, the experiences as well, too. There's, like, a lightsaber training course where I guess that's if you've listened to you know one of our past episodes where we talked about um, the retractable lightsaber, that's Ooh. where they're showing it. Oh, yeah, you don't get it even though you pay six thousand dollars, but you get to at least I guess touch it and oh. get expand it. It's a family show, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? If there's a gonk droid. I'm sold. <laughs> have you seen the gonk droid? I have seen the gonk droid. It's like a box that walks around on two legs, goes gonk, 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 gonk. <laughs> gonk. At, um, a past job, we used to always just say that to each other, like gonk. <laughs> gonk. And then we both died because in um, Star Wars Battlefront, a gonk droid walks across the screen at one point. <laughs> so, yeah, if there's a gonk droid in there. They better for $6,000. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... One thing that is also included is valley parking. (laughs) (laughs) But the funny thing, too, is that I guess because with this cost, some people are expecting like, so I get to go into space, right? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Some people think that it's an actual like spaceship that's going to take you up into space because, yeah, like the pictures that show like through the windows, it's like a video of space. But, I mean, honestly, for $6,000, I'd expect to go to space, too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't tell. Like, this woman was in front of me at Star Tours once, and she asked her son, who was an adult, do we really go into space? Oh. And, like, she didn't laugh. (laughs) I wasn't sure she was joking or not. So people really do think, like, Disney can do some pretty crazy stuff. I mean, if, if you play along, it does make you feel like you are in space. Okay. For you. For me. 
<laughs> oh, and also just to note too, the hotel does not have a swimming pool, so you cannot swim in space. Just in case if you're wondering. That's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Well, again, for $6,000, I expect not the world, but the universe. They could have even just like made it a swamp, like in Dagobah. But you're in space. Dagobah's in space. But like, that's on a planet. Like you're in like the space atmosphere. I don't know how to call it. They yeah. can make it a trash compactor. You swim in the water in the trash compactor. Well, there's showers if you want to get wet. Okay. <laughs> Thank the maker. There's showers. <laughs> but yeah, this is opening spring of 2022. So if anyone that listens to this can afford it, let us know first so we can <laughs> you know, join in on the fun. But... At the same time, too, yeah. No, it's uh, spring of 2022, and I guess they're starting to take reservations soon. Wow. Yeah. You know it's going to fill up. People are going to go. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sad. I mean, hopefully, like, it's just the buzz of, of everything, so that's why it's expensive, and maybe they'll drop the cost down a year from a year after they open. But it's Disney. What am I, <laughs> what am I, what am I thinking? <laughs> we love you, Disney, You're but come funny. on. <laughs> You know what we do love at Disney? What? The fireworks. Yes, the fireworks. So since July 4th, uh, Disneyland and Disney World um, brought back the fireworks in in the parks. Um, But here in California at Disneyland, the fireworks have been going off every or at 930 at night. Um, And that's, you know, a continuous tradition throughout existence i guess it's always been 9 30 when the fireworks go out when i used to live in fullerton like right next to the park um i would always be i would hear the fireworks and be like oh it's 9 30 um but disney's actually changing up the schedule um and moving it up 30 minutes earlier at nine o'clock um which is a smart idea because really um what happens is after right after the fireworks happen uh, the park's closed currently right now at 10 o'clock. So everyone's like gathered and then there's just a mad rush of people just like leaving the park. So at least at the 9 PM showing, um, you know, there's still a bit of time for people to kind of just like either go to like the gift shop or maybe ride another ride before the 10 o'clock 10 PM closing, uh, so that there's not that mad rush of people leaving the park. That's good, yeah, because right when the fireworks end, I feel like it's ridiculous as it is. So I can't yeah. imagine, like, the park closing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so smart. Smart of you, Disney, to do that. Smart of you, Disney, to do that. Yes. Would you like a shriek peek? Of what? Of Halloween merchandise. Ooh. So today, actually, the day that we're recording this, uh, Disney uh, put out a shriek peek of some of the items to be sold on Shop Disney. The full calendar of new items will be up on August 9th, so actually the day that this is out. So you can actually, after you listen to this podcast, you can see the Halloween merchandise on Shop Disney. Ooh. And I think... Majorly what they're doing is they have a Halloween pattern. It has like a jack-o'-lantern with Mickey ears, um, (laughs) pumpkin, skeleton head. It's got just this pattern that's on a onesie. There's one that's with a hood. There's one without a hood. It shows a man and a woman wearing them. Also, there's a little backpack with the same pattern on it with a bow and ears, so mini ears. 
So already, these are pretty cute. Yeah, I really like the onesie pajamas. It reminds me of the Christmas ones that they had last year that went on sale. I don't think these will probably go on sale ever, but uh, yeah, they, they look pretty cool. It's uh, on it. You have a bunch of like Mickey jack-o'-lanterns uh, and like spooky things like bats and ghosts and skulls. Oh my. I love a man in a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, take a look at that today. Um, go to Shop Disney. And like we said in a past episode, it's easier than ever to order Disney products directly to your home now. Yeah. I, um, I like how they're releasing it to, like, not just at the parks, but, like, even if you're not nearby the parks, you can still... Um, Spend your money at Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to get off your couch to yeah. <laughs> spend all your money on Disney. Well, because it's sad because they're closing all the sto- most of the stores. I know. Yeah. Did we talk about our, our great experience going to one of the stores before it closed? I don't think we did. <laughs> Alan and I got this idea. Let's go to one of the stores before it closes. And we got there and they had already closed. Yeah. What's sad, too, is that they had, like, just a little shelf of, like... <laughs> What's left of the merchandise, but they're like, no, we're, we're closing. It's not worth trying to sell <laughs> yeah. this last shelf. But we'll just leave it here for you to yeah, see. Yeah, so people can, like, they left it right by the window. Yeah. <laughs> I would have bought something. Yeah. So, yeah, all the stores should be, all the stores that are closing are closed by now, but that was our experience last month. Yeah. On a lighter note... We were so sad we had a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, too. Uh, so, yeah, DCA. Um, have you ever had the adorable snowman, like any treats over there before? Oh, is that the one by Pixar? Not Paris. <laughs> Pixar Pier. Yeah, it's in Pixar Pier. I have had something there. Yeah. I had, like, uh, a Jack-Jack something. The Nam cookie? Yes. Oh, that's close to there. But oh. I don't think they sell it at the... I had something at the Adorable <laughs> Snowman that, like, is crazy that yeah. you get there. There's a long well, line for it. Yeah, they do. Um, they specialize in frozen treats, so they have, like, that soft serve. Um, I think it's, like, a lemon soft serve. Oh, yes. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, so they have that, but previously, they didn't really have any alcohol served there, but <laughs> now they do. They just released uh, two drinks over there two alcohol-based drinks um and they look really yummy the first one it's called it's ch- uh, chili lime mango margarita and then the second one is a pixar pure uh, fos- uh, frosty parfait with uh, blue curacao um they're they look really good um let me just pull up the ingredients on here. So the chili lime mango margarita it's a non-dairy mango soft serve with tequila Chamoy, chili lime seasoning, and diced mango, which sounds yummy. And it's $14, which actually isn't too bad for an alcoholic drink at Disney. That's not that bad. Yeah. And then the other one, the blue drink, the the Pixar Pure Frosty Parfait, it comes with a lemon soft serve with blue raspberry swirl and a splash of blue curacao. That's probably the one I would get. And it's actually cheaper, too. It's only it's not only, but it's $13. Mm, I would try it. Yeah. So hopefully 
We'll talk more about this, but when the passes come back. Gosh, who knows when that's going to happen, though. <laughs> we can definitely try this because it looks yummy, and especially during the summertime, uh, it just looks really refreshing. Perfect treat for the summer. Perfect treat for the summer. If you're an adult. If you're what? An adult. I thought you said if you're a noodle. <laughs> <laughs> for, for noodles. Okay. Perfect for noodles. <laughs> um, okay, this is completely random, but earlier today, Al and I were playing a video game, and we are like... Why don't we talk about this on the show? Why don't we talk about this on the show? We are referring to the X-Men arcade game. Yes. Which, here's the stupid truth. I will admit to the stupid truth. They released this on Xbox and PlayStation as of 2010. So you can sit at home and play this for free. Yeah. But... When I go to barcades, I still pay money to play this stupid game because there's nothing like playing it in person. It's so fun. And you get to, like, you know, play old school with a joystick and the big, like, colorful buttons. Yeah. And, um, no, it's just fun to play, like, next to, just standing next to, like, your friends or a stranger. And, like... (laughs) Especially when there's alcohol next to you. Exactly. So this game came out in 1992, and uh, it's actually been hailed as one of the greatest arcade games of all time. I agree. Yeah. So it's based on the 1989 cartoon. There's only one episode of this cartoon. Uh, It's called Pride of the X-Men. And actually, the cast that's playable in the game was the cast that was going to be in the cartoon. The cartoon was the original idea for a series, but it didn't test well. And they decided to go with the 1992 X-Men show that we got that features Cyclops and Gene and Gambit. Mm-hmm. And it's based on the Jim Lee art. So this was the game that was almost that featured an almost bigger X-Men cast. Wow. The thing that mainly messed it up is Marvel was like, we want Jean Grey back. And they're like, but we just introduced Dazzler. <laughs> Dazzler is supposed to be the new Jean. And they're like, that's nice, but we want Jean, Jean. Grey back. Wow. <laughs> so they brought her back to life. Oh. But uh, why do you think this game is held in such high regard? To me, it's just very nostalgic. Like, that was the game I always went to when there was, like, when I went to an arcade. Probably because, like, X-Men was big, you know, back in the 90s. It still is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, just it's such a fun game to play. You're just, like, smashing buttons. And, you know, when you get, like, that special, when you use your special powers, I think, what, three times? Which drains your life. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, very satisfying. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you could be Dazzler, Colossus, Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, or Nightcrawler. Did you have a favorite to play? Nightcrawler was my guy. Sometimes I also play Dazzler, too. Those are my two. (laughs) Those are the most (laughs) funnest to play. Well, because Dazzler also... I, I pretend sometimes that I'm playing Jubilee. Wow, you just will not <laughs> let her go. So yeah, so this game, um, you go through and all of the enemies you fight in... Well, I shouldn't say that. Most of the enemies you fight in the game were featured in the Pride of the X-Men cartoon. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Pride of the X-Men, I really do recommend it. You can find it on YouTube. <laughs> the part that's the most funny about it is... 
<laughs> the people who created the cartoon also hired the voice actors, and because Wolverine refers to a dingo at one point, they thought, <laughs> they thought he was Australian. <laughs> so he has an Australian accent throughout the whole cartoon. And some people think this is what invoked Hugh Jackman to play Wolverine oh. later. Well, Hugh Jackman's lucky that they made that assumption. Yeah. And uh, one... A couple, like, inside things that we think are really funny uh, when Chris and I play it is when you fight Wendigo, he just says his name over and over. Wendigo! (laughs) Wendigo! So whenever we fight White Queen, Emma Frost, we always just imagine that she's like, White Queen! White Queen! White Queen! Um, So, yeah, you get to see White Queen. You get to see uh, Pyro and Blobber in it and Mystique. And then you also get to fight Magneto himself. Welcome to die. Welcome to die. That's my other favorite line. I love that. And this arcade, if you remember playing it, it was built to be a money drainer. Yeah. I can only like, because like when I went and like my parents would give me money, like, I don't know, like five, ten bucks to play. And then I just spent all that money on X-Men. Yep. And then like 10 minutes later, they're like, you're done already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It drained the money quick because whenever you use the power and of course you want to use the powers, it takes up your health. Yeah. So they were smart when they made it. Yeah. And I just didn't realize it until I played the PlayStation version. Which <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I just, I spent like a hundred dollars right there. Yeah. Um, this is a game that I would love to see them adapt into a newer game mm-hmm. made specifically for consoles. I want to see the exact same format, like side scroller. Yeah. I even want to see, like, it doesn't even have to be like awesome graphics. If they did that, what characters would you want to be? Playable? Jubilee. Oh, geez. <laughs> Do you want to think about it? Do you want to take some time? I did think about it. <laughs> Jubilee. Well, I want Iceman. Of course you would. I also want Emma. Emma would be amazing yeah. to be able to play. Mystique would be kind of cool. I don't know what her special power would be. Mm, that'd be hard. She'd but, have to have, like, a gun or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she'd be cool. I also want to see Professor X just ram people with his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> kind of weird, but Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I think this would be fun. I'd also like to see, like, a rando card. Like, Dazzler was kind of our rando. I'd like to see someone like Magic. Mm-hmm. But she'd be weird to adapt, I think. She's got the sword, but she also oh, has, yeah. like, a weird teleporting through portals thing. But that'd be so cool to see these characters. Or just have her dragon come out. Am I thinking of the right Magic? Kind of. Okay. In the movie, she had the dragon. But usually Kitty has luck. Oh. Ja- Whoops. Lockheed. Not Lockjaw. <laughs> wow. Lockjaw is a dog. Oh. It's not completely <laughs> off, but Lockheed. Okay. All right. Yeah, but this game is still fun today. It still holds up. It's even more fun at home because you don't have to worry about quarters. You can just mm-hmm. use powers as much as you want. Come back as somebody else if you want. That's called karma. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, I play it here and there just for funsies. Yeah. You know what else I do for funsies? Uh, we can't see that here. <laughs> <laughs> i listen to covers of disney songs what yeah i like to think of it as a term of cover disney wow you're just thinking about this after 26 episodes 
<laughs> who's counting? Where we have a uh, cover Disney every time. <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> so this one actually showed up on the uh, re-release album of The Little Mermaid. This is Carly Rae Jepsen singing. Jepsen. Jepsen. Carly Rae Jepsen. She's a Canadian idol. Okay. I like her. Sorry. Go ahead. Call me maybe. Yeah. Okay, this is <laughs> Part of Your World, as covered by Carly Rae Jepsen. Jepsen. Good job. Yay! <laughs> Here's a teaser of it. Maybe he's right. Maybe there is something the matter with me. I just, I don't see how a world that makes such wonderful things could be bad. Look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm a girl? girl who has everything look at this trove treasures untold how many wonders can one cavern hold looking around here you'd think sure she's got everything i've got gadgets and gizmos aplenty i've got who's it and what's it's galore you want thinking of buffs <laughs> i got 20 but who cares no big deal I want more I want to be where the people are all right so our big finale today we're gonna talk about this is something many people messaged me about <laughs> and I was even asked by a listener to go into more detail because it's not there's a lot of parts to it yeah. So we are going to end this episode by talking about the Magic Key program. What's this Magic Key you're talking about? It's a program. Oh. But with magic. Havoc. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so basically this is something that Disneyland fans, uh, legacy pass holders, have been waiting for months for. Um, Disney finally... Okay, so taking a step back, it was, what, Monday of this week where Disney emailed... Legacy pass holder saying we're going to release details the, all that you've been waiting for for um, our new uh, annual pass program. Um, and they said we're going to release it the next day. Um, was it the next day or a couple days later? Yeah, they they released it on Tuesday and um, they released it at was it one? No PM? earlier than 1 p.m. Yeah, what they were saying. And they didn't say like where they re- would release it. So you just had to kind of like keep your eye out on the website or just look at a bunch of like Disney blogs. And here's the thing, Disney, <laughs> I hope you're listening. If you're still listening after we ran through the coals on how much you pay your employees, um, PTSD <laughs> with all this talk about a loyalty program and stuff. Yes. Like we were speculating so far and abroad from what this actually is like loyalty. Does that mean I have to spend so much to earn something? Yeah. Like what does the, cause that's what a loyalty program is. Yeah. You ramped it up so much that this is going to be a huge difference and we're just going to be so flabbergasted by how different this is. it's not different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm just pulling up the information right now, but basically they're now calling it because previously it was just the annual pass program. It's now called the magic key uh, pass. So now you'll have a magic key to go into one of the D- Disney parks. Um, and it's a tiered program like previously, but there's only four tiers versus 
the five tiers that uh, the AP previous AP program had. So at the bottom tier, you have the Imagine uh, key, which is basically the SoCal Select Pass. And that has 147 days available. Um, it The cost of it is $399. Um, and you're able to make two reservations at a time. And then the discounts is 10% off for merch and 10% off for dining. Uh, so basically, with this pass, you can only be a SoCal resident. And at the same time, too, you can only go during the weekdays for the most part. Uh, this one has the least available days. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you really want to go and you are able to have a flexible schedule, definitely check that one out. Yeah, and this one um, comes out to $19 per month. So it's very yeah. affordable. But yeah, like Alan said, it's not. It's very limiting. <laughs> yeah. And that was the other question, too, that I had when I first looked at it was whether or not they're going to do uh, a monthly payment plan. Um, and it looks like monthly payment plans are only available to um, California residents. Oh. Yeah. And next up, we have the Enchant Key, which is six forty nine. Mm-hmm. And uh, for California residents, that's $40 a month for 12 months. This one is also reservation-based for one or both parks, up to four reservations held at any given time, 10% off select merchandise, and 10% off select food and beverage. Mm-hmm. So you get a little bit more days available, too, which is uh, 219 days. Um, I think this one has some weekends, but at the same time, too, I think it's like blocked out for most of like the summer and big holidays. Um so, yeah, that, that's kind of equivalent to the SoCal, because you have, like, the SoCal and SoCal Select passes, so this one's more equivalent to that SoCal um, one. But this, I don't know if you mentioned this, but it doesn't include parking still. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next uh, tier up is the Believe uh, key. This one makes me mad. <laughs> but I'll come back to that. Okay. <laughs> I think I know why, and I'm going to make sure to mention it. Um, so this has a lot more days, 317 days. I think basically um, it's blocked out most mostly during uh, the holiday time, like during Christmas. Um, here uh, it goes up in terms of the number of reservations that you can have at a time, which is six at a time. Um, and also just to kind of make note about the reservation system, you can basically reserve days up to 90 days from when you want to book. So within those 90 days for the Believe Pass, you can reserve six days out of those times or out of that time period. Um, and then the merch and uh, dining discounts are actually the same as Enchant and Imagine at 10% for each. So for all those three bottom uh, tiers, the discount that you get is basically the same. There's okay. no there's no increase. This isn't the thing, but it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. Like you're being a little cheap here, Disney. Like yeah. if I'm paying a thousand dollars a year to come to your park, you can't just give me the extra ten percent on merch. Yeah. Cause it used to on the equivalent of this pass give the twenty percent. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. And you know what else they changed? Tell me. <laughs> Parking is still not included for free for this pass, but you do get a discount, which is more than 10%. It's basically half off parking, half off the $25 parking. Okay, so (laughs) I'll lead in with this. 
I understand I'm selfish. <laughs> I understand I'm being selfish right now because you are getting full, well, not full, but access to Disney for most of the year here at a very much lesser rate than you would pay if you were just going, you know, daily. But you couldn't even give the full parking. Like yeah. you still need to make your 1250 <laughs> off of us on this level. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. It's really sad. Like, because that's for me anyways, like, or both of us, me and John, like we go to the parks a lot when we had our passes. So every time like 1250s, that's like, that takes away from like merch that we could buy or food. <laughs> Yeah, it does. They're they're charging for parking and taking away from the discount at this level. So yeah. it's just give one or the other. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I know there's probably a lot of like science that goes into these numbers and they probably realize that if you're you know, the equivalent of a believe key or dream key, there's probably like more people like buying stuff at different levels. Like if you're paying more for a pass, you're spending more in the park. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why they did this. But from the outside looking in without knowing the reasoning, it kind of looks a little greedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only way I would consider this is if I like lived down the street from Disneyland yeah. and could walk. Um, and then before we move into the next tier, um, in terms of monthly payments, it's uh, $65 per month. All right. And the big one. And this is probably the one that I'm going to get because mm -hmm. of all the perks and how much I go to the park. It'll make it worth it. This is the Dream Key. It's uh, $13.99 a year. $13.99. So $13 <laughs> uh, this one you get... You have to reserve still, so you can't get a pass anymore without reserving. You can reserve up to six at any given time in that three-month window that Alan talked about. 20% off select merchandise, 15% off select food and beverage, and theme park parking included. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and this one comes to about $102 per month for California mm -hmm. residents. And, like, this one, for the amount of money that we've wasted just parking at downtown Disney. Yeah. Because we could use this for that as well. Yeah. Just don't tell Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Like, just thinking about how many times we went to downtown Disney, or even just recently because they changed their whole parking situation, like, I must have at least, like, dropped a couple hundred dollars just for parking alone, which is so sad. Yeah. So this releases August 25th. I had a feeling when they announced the um, California resident, you know, three days for $89 each and you yeah. have to use it by September. I was like, you have to use it by September because the passes are going to yeah. drop around then. <laughs> and they did. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited just, too. Just the idea that in less than a month we can just walk into the park. Yeah. Any time wall. Anytime we reserve. <laughs> Anytime we reserve up yes. to six times in a 90-day period. You know, just realizing when we do get the dream one, we're going to go New Year's Eve. Okay. I am announcing that right now. We should go New Year's Eve because usually I'm blocked out that day. Hopefully COVID has calmed true, down by then. True, true. But yeah, that'll be fun. That would be fun. I've never been at the park New Year's Eve. Yeah, and we didn't really get too much of a chance to explore, like, Pim's Kitchen and the food of Avengers Land, so I'm excited that 
we have a chance our Avengers campus. Sorry. <laughs> I'm excited at the chance to just maybe go a day and yeah. just pig out. Yeah. That's what I missed too. Cause like the past few times we went, it was more like, Oh, we need to go this. We need to hit yeah. this. And now it's like, if we don't, we can always just go whenever the next time we're available. So mm-hmm. it's just nice. And we can just like spend our time not rushing around or anything, which is, which is what I truly miss. It's really funny because when I went to the park with my mom those a few weeks ago, she's like, I'm not going to get a pass when they announce them. <laughs> I don't really go. I'm not going to get. And then they announced this and I've gotten like three texts. Which one are you getting? Wow. Are you getting one? Are you getting? Which one are you getting? Wow. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure mom's going to get a pass yeah. again. <laughs> we'll have to get those beignets. <laughs> beignets. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, exciting. So if you have any other questions on the magic key or anything we talked about today, you can actually email us at magic pro at gmail.com mm-hmm. or you can go on my website. What? Magichavoc.com. Wow. Yeah, I got a chance to set it up. It's still a work in progress. I still need to take some time to link uh, sales items like the Marvelous Galaxy of Disney button that's now out there. But uh, it also links directly to my Magic Havoc Etsy. It links to our three podcasts. Mm -hmm. And it links to my uh, Witch's Brew book on Amazon. Wow. You just have so much stuff. I try to keep busy, <laughs> and I'm currently writing uh, May, June, Fall, the second book to Witches Brew, and I'm having a lot of fun writing that. Nice. And I divulged information to Alan today. Yes. About the origin of uh, species. Oh. 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 <laughs> uh, those other podcasts you can link to from uh, magichavoc.com is Once Upon a Cult. Do you want to tell them about that one? Yeah. So on Once Upon a once upon a cult, we have myself, Sean, as well as Rachel, who's been a past guest a couple of times, as well as uh, Victoria, once in a while, um, who has also been a guest once on this podcast. We all go and um, talk about a chosen cult for the episode and just, you know, see if it's an actual cult or not. And this week was a little different. We talked about Alistair Crowley, which was such a crazy and fun episode. Yes. And somehow it turned into him being the first Green Ranger. So that's something fun to check out. Um, it's not appropriate for younger audiences. And what's also not appropriate is uh, Hanging with the Hollowells, where Kevin and I are watching the original Charm show. And we're in season seven right now. Wow. Yeah. You're almost done. I know. It only goes to season eight. Yeah. And, of course, check out my book, Witches Brew. It's been kind of dead for a little while, but I also haven't been talking about it. But, yeah, more projects coming out that are connected to that soon. Busy, busy, busy. Buzz, buzz, buzz. I'm a busy bee. Oh. (laughs) All right, we'll be back next week with more information for you. Yeah, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. (laughs)